Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And it's a big welcome and introduction to The Logical One. Thanks, Mug. It's great to have you back. You've come back with controversy galore. We've got betting, we've got pinching, we've got stomping. It's been a big week in football. Well, and I, I have been following it from afar, uh, being uh, over in Bali. Um, got back late Sunday night, and um, yeah, that news has come down today about Jaden Stevenson. Um, I know you have a lot of people um, that you're friendly with in the industry. What's what's the inside scoop on the Stevenson situation? I've heard a few stories, um, so I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, which one to believe or what to believe, but I know that fundamentally he's had a bet with the TAB. Um, I think he's done it himself, personally. So he's not only stupid that he's had a bet, but he's done it in person himself. So I but don't know. In person as in walked in? Is that walked, what you're saying? Walked into a TAB <laughs> is what I've heard. So you, you're not only stupid that you go and have a bet on AFL when, you, when you've got a hundred, <laughs> possibly million dollar contract ahead of you. Yeah. That you're stupid enough to go and do it yourself. Yeah, um, wow. So one rumour I heard was he was betting on first goal scorers on himself. I don't know whether that's true or not. Um, Boy. But he's definitely not a not a very clever man. Um, mm-hmm. Probably going to get rubbed out for a while. And well, what, is, what is the... Um, what's, what's the going rate for that? Because I, I actually... A mate and I were talking about it today, the obnoxious one, and um, I... I Googled it quickly to see what Heath Shaw... Heath Shaw got eight, effectively eight weeks uh, for that. Now, I would think that the awareness, everything has been heightened since the Heath Shaw incident. So that being the case, surely the penalty has to be equal or more. Yeah, we, we have to wait to get more specifics. But if he was betting on himself to kick the first goal, um, which is one of the rumours we've heard, um, then you would think he'd be more. Um, but it could, depends. Like, depends what he's what he's done, and yeah, right. yeah. And uh, Stratton, what do you make of our courageous captain uh, pinching poor little Orazio there? It's the logical one. Pretty ordinary form. <laughs> Happy to see him go. Yeah, I don't think he's very defendable there. No, Mug. I, don't, I don't like that as a uh, football fan, and I don't like it as a Hawks supporter either. That's. Uh, that someone's there pinching someone else. So no, not 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 a fan of. But that I would have been disappointed if if someone had a clocked him back and got rubbed out. That would have been quite unfair, which which luckily didn't happen. But that's essentially what he was going for. He was trying to really bait the players that he was playing on to do something stupid, give away free kicks, hit him. Yeah, and I've turned them off their game. I think I've said it on Twitter before. If you wouldn't do it in the park, then uh, you know you can't hide behind the cameras just because you're not going to get whacked behind the play. I think if you wouldn't do it in the park, don't do it on the big stage either. And that should be the uh, that should be the rule of thumb. But he I, wasn't I, just I, happy with pinching. He went to stomping, oh, yeah. giving the giving the giving the bird to the crowd. He really had a night out Friday his, night. He's lost his mind a bit there, Strats. He's uh, I don't I don't know what's going on there with the big fella. I think he just needs to stick to DJing down at Revolver on a Sunday night. Night and um, and playing good and footy. Mallets. And that's mallets. All, that's all he needs to worry about. And um, what else has been happening? You might have to fill us in with uh, the football um, betting review, perhaps. Logical. Let's jump in. Or do you want to go bad beats first? Bad beats. Well, this this bad week. Beats. Bad beats. This week's more a case of rather than bad beats. It's counting your money. 
Gold Coast with 31 points up. Would have thought you were home there. I don't know whether that was necessarily a bad beat because they looked cooked through the third quarter. Um, so, but but 31 points up, you'd be counting your money there. So that's a bit, a bit to the people who back Gold Coast, I feel your pain. Um, if you back the minus, I think there's a little bit of pain there as well with St Kilda <laughs> with, with the shot late from uh, Membry. Um, and the other one was um, the Western Bulldogs twice got more than 30 points up. They got 34 points up halfway through the th- last. Did they really? They did. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. You'd be counting your money. And then, and then the Blue Baggers, fair play, great, cracking match, cracking match. So I think they kicked five straight or six straight late to, yeah, wow. to get that within three points. And they did that twice in the game. It was a game of real, real momentum. It was a really good game, but if you had been on the dogs, you would have been counting your money. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, good, good, good high-scoring game from what I could see. I, I, the, only, uh, the only piece that, well, I watched a little bit of last week's, the Queen's birthday. I managed to uh, VPN my way to my Foxtel. Uh, so I was just watching a bit of that on my phone at the Hotel Commune there in uh, Karamas. And uh, the only other bit of footy I saw down at the uh, the home of the Bali Geckos down in Changu oh, was, uh, was the first half of the Hawthorne-Essendon game. And uh, from a Hawthorne point of view, I think it was probably the good half uh, to see. One thing I was uh, quite, uh, well, not, not surprised because I knew he lived there, but one of my old teammates and um, someone who lived... Uh, uh, in an area that you'd be familiar with, their logical um, Peter Muir, seven-time best and fairest winner at uh, the Barley Gecko. So an old teammate of mine uh, from uh, from a few few years ago. So uh, he's not still going around. Is I he? don't think he is. I think okay. his last season was about 2012. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he he was a, a ter- terrific player there and a, a coach and president and all these different things. So uh, yeah, I took a bit of interest in reading that honour board. That's for sure. The other name that I recognised there was Ricky Ollerenshaw. He yep. was the uh, 2016 coach. So yep. down there having a couple of bin tanks watching the uh, watching the footy. We might jump into betting review. Yes. So um, for me, I had two. I think I put up two bets last last week. Uh, that was the Adelaide minus, uh, which won, and the Dogs minus, which lost, which we've just spoken about. Um, just on that game, one the other thing, really interesting thing I saw last night was the. Uh, the Charlie Kerno heat map, and I don't know whether anyone else was watching on the couch, but his heat map for the first nine or ten rounds of the season was like covering two thirds of the ground, and his heat map for the last two weeks was like a dot inside fifty. Got the ball and chain, and look what happened: seven goals. So very interesting that was for me. And do you think um, that's bad coaching? Logical? Would you would you say, or what? What? What's your view of that? Yeah, I'd say it's probably just really good um, coaching from Teague. Re- noticing that that's his strength. He's playing too high up the ground. He's a goal kicker. He's a match winner. Keep him in. Keep him deep. Well, I know as a, as a, you know, spend, spending a bit of time down back myself. You got an athletic guy who's six foot five. You know, standing in the goal square and that ball's coming in quick. It's uh, can make you very nervous. And yep. uh, I think he got a few free kicks too, didn't he? From yep. Backman doing the wrong thing and whatever else. So, yeah. Um, so good to see. Was there uh, anything? Fill me in. Was there anything else uh, that caught your eye um, over the uh, over the course of the weekend from a football or betting perspective? Logical, because I I didn't see much footy. So um, was there anything else that caught your eye? Good uh, games or bad games? No, or? just that, I love that Doggies Carlton game. Um, the St Kilda Gold Coast game was a shocking game. Yes. Um, and I think we touched on it a few weeks ago. Gold Coast second half set really appalling, and with that wind. In the last quarter, St Kilda looked like they were always going to run over the top of them. Very good. Um, 
Yeah. And for myself, betting review, um, I liked Frio and uh, was we pulled the trigger on them in the end, and uh, and they got up. But unfortunately, that memory miss, and and thanks to the lads, I think it was Kale and. AFL model and, and maybe even Pete uh, responded back there to me to let me know. I was sitting in the uh, Finns Beach Club, uh, logical, uh, having a couple of bintangs. I, I didn't have the live feed there, so I was just literally refreshing the scores on my AFL app. Great way to watch pretty. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, at, at Finns, it was, uh, I'll tell you what, it's a good watch over there too for plenty of reasons. But um, uh, updating the, uh, just refreshing the app, I saw that we were nine points up and then. Uh, Gold Coast kicked a goal with about a, a minute to go, and I saw St Kilda kick the point, and I thought, uh, you just know here that this was directly in front, and uh, the boys confirmed it on Twitter. It was Membry, 20 metres out, directly in front, and kicks the point for me. So uh, thanks very much, Tim Membry. And from what I could see on Twitter too, I uh, wasn't the only one on the Saints as well, so there would have been a few disappointed punters out there, I think, yep. uh, unfortunately, on that one. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get into this week's uh, uh, games and, uh, and talk about our bets. And we're back with some Thursday night footy over in Perth, Opta Stadium, the Coasters hosting the Bombers, and it's $1.37 West Coast, $3.15 for the Bombers. West Coast here, 17.5 point favourites. What do you see here, Logical? Interesting one that we probably haven't spoken about yet is would you rather be coming off the bye or playing the week before? There is a school of thought that you're actually better off not being off the bye. Teams come back from the from the bye a bit sloppy. Um, yeah, I, I, I would my, my thinking would be that in this day and age that the freshen up has got to be better. Yeah. You've you got to be... That, that's that's got to be an advantage, surely. But uh, I don't think the stats support that, do they? No, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, back, back when there was a bye, especially early in the season, it didn't help. I think later in the season it possibly did, but... Around this period, it's 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 case by case basis, but obviously, West Coast come off the bye. It helps them with their cattle. They're getting back Hearn. They're getting back Yo, but they do lose Willie to um, suspension. Um, he's pretty key to them. Um, Essendon of Stringers possibly in doubt uh, or, or possibly going to miss. Um, they got their some key players back. Stringer being one of them last week, and were really good against Hawthorne. Um, Travelling over to Perth. To me, on ratings, I've made this game slightly bigger. Um, I think that the market will move towards Essendon. Mm. Uh, it's probably not enough yet, but should it get to 15, I'll be having a bet on the West Coast minus. I think the flat trackers are back at home. Um, I know they were poor last outing, but I still think they can account for, for, for Essendon at home. And if it gets to 15 and a half, I'll be having a bet on the minus. Yeah, I've got it. I want to be on the coast as well. Um, I think they definitely win this game. Don't have a lot of confidence to cover for, for the cover at this line. Uh, I just think that's a little bit too big for me at this point in time. But I, I'm similar to yourself, logical. If this one gets down a bit lower, uh, be happy to pull the trigger. Um, I do have what happened uh, last year in the back of my mind a little bit um, against the odds. I think the Bombers went over there at big numbers last year, maybe $4 even, $4 plus perhaps. Yep. Got Went over there and I think put 30 to 1 uh, on, yeah, the, on, yeah. the, on the board in the first quarter. I was just yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. The, the mug took a bad beat on that one. I can definitely remember. <laughs> um, but um, 
I think the Bombers' form is fake form. Um, for mine, that they're beating no one. Fake form. It's fake form. Fake form. It's it's fake form. It's unfranked form. They've played Hawthorne. Uh, Let's re- just uh, get up this fake form that you speak of, Mug. Well, I think it'd be easy for the punters to get trapped into thinking that Essendon are going pretty well. But uh, uh, beaten uh, Hawthorne, beaten Carlton, uh, beaten by Richmond. Yep. Uh, uh, beat Freo at Marvel. Yeah, by seven points. So that yeah. wasn't that, and that wasn't convincing. Uh, small loss to Sydney away. Yeah. So, so in the in the past four or five weeks, uh, I haven't seen too much for the Bombers to yep. really frank anything for me. That's that's really good. Um, so yeah, West Coast. I know they had that bad bad loss there in Sydney, but skip it down. Their best player not playing. Um, so they'll have a huge injection this week with those guys back. So let's keep a market watch on that one, hey, and um, and see what happens. Friday night footy is up at the SCG. It's the Swans taking on the Hawks. The Swannies have found some new form and find themselves at $1.52. And the Hawks have no form and find themselves at $2.55, uh, making the Swans a 12.5.5 favourite here on paper. But I feel that we've just had the news come through with Stratton and that market has moved a little bit to minus 13.5. So just a slight market move there uh, with the news for Stratton. Um, I, I think... I think it should be a bigger line than what it is. Um, I think the Swans are probably a good thing here. The models don't support it. Uh, they think the Hawks are the uh, the good thing, so there might be some market move back to the Hawks later, perhaps. I'm not too sure. Um, but I could only be on the Swans here. Um, I'm not going to back the Swans against my Hawks, but uh, I think if you're a betting man, you probably would have to. And I'm sitting here looking at a betting man, and uh, I'm going to be asking him, what's he think about this game? Logical. They they've had some great battles in recent years, even like well not just recent years, but even recent years the games have been really really close. Good. Um, we were attending that game last year when Young Ronky kicked his seven goals on debut, if you remember. Yep. Uh, that was a great game. And uh, then Swans and then the Hawks up. got him at the SCG later in the year in a close one, and I think they got him the time before in 2017 at the SCG at a big price. Yep. Um, so they've been they go okay up there and. No, Sydney's SGG form isn't amazing, um, but they still get an advantage there. And I and I rate Sydney a better team than Hawthorne at the moment. I don't think they were at early on the year with the way they were playing, but currently a better team. They get the they get the benefit of the cattle. They get Kennedy Jones um, and possibly back. Hawks lose Stratton. Um, Hawks have still got a few others out, um, but you know. Saying all that, I'd probably make it 11 or 12, so no bet for me. Yeah, and, and no no betting for the mug. Uh, just can't be going against my side at that particular uh, market when I don't, I'm not overly confident in the Swans getting it done and uh, don't want to be against my Hawks in those sorts of situations. So, uh, so no betting for me there either. Early game Saturday, it's Melbourne Demons MCG hosting Fremantle. $1.74 the D's. Is that that's not a misprint there, logical? The D's are favourites. Is that yeah, right? That's right? Wow. Okay. Jeez, you've given away your hand quickly. Ver- your hand quickly. Versus uh, versus the Dockers, two dollars ten, making the Demons a four and a half point favourite. I mean, on form, uh, this just cannot be right. Surely, uh, Fremantle Dockers have been very solid. Um, 
knocked off Port at home. They uh, beat Brisbane, didn't they? And they beat the Pies as well in the last three weeks. Uh, and the Demons, well, they've had their battles, haven't they? Um, so four and a half points. Uh, I thought that this should have been about an even money game. Um, so the four and a half points. At this point, I would have to be on the Fremantle Dockers. Um the only thing that I don't like about this game is that Fremantle have won three in a row. And um, I know there are some punters out there that just follow trends in wins-loss. And uh, I would just about imagine that their little beeper would be going off right now because Fremantle would be due for a loss. Um, I think there's only two teams this year that have won four in a row, and that's Geelong and Collingwood. So that is my only concern. A Fremantle getting a bit happy with themselves. They're getting a lot of pats on the back well, over there. They're going well. On top of that, on the other flip side, they're going really well. Um, their midfield's looking great. Hills, The Hill brothers were back, but... Maybe Steve might not play this week, but Brad looked really good. Probably Walters is going as good as anyone in the comp at the moment, and Fife as well. So those two great. Mundy too is going. Mundy's going going well. He's not as good as he was probably early in the year, but he's going well. But they lost a couple of players last week, which would concern me. I think that gets exposed more in this game. Gorn versus Darcy that worries me. Um, he looked he looked he looked like he was just. Just travelling late in the game last week. But he, he, I, well, I didn't see the game, but uh, I was just watching the footy shows last night. They say that he covered the ground, which, oh, yeah, was, which is always was, my concern for him yeah, coming into did, the league. And he didn't look, he looked like he was covering it great late in the game. And as we know, Max Gorn is a star, yep. and he's still been great this year. I think he could monster him in this in this match, um, and they could win the clearance as well because of that. Um, and on ratings, I agree. I think Freo. Probably should be close to pick, uh, but I am not going to have a bet in this game okay. due to Gorn and the MCG factor. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I, I, that being the case, because I, I don't think Melbourne's form has been that bad. They've been going okay. They've been getting better. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, that being the case, uh, if the logical's uh, a bit cautious there, I mean, I something inside me smells a rat there somewhere with that Fremantle game. Uh, the numbers... Or, or my numbers that I'm doing tell me that I need to be betting on Fremantle, but there's just something about this one. And if the logical thinks there's a little bit of a, a bit of a bit of something not quite right there, then uh, they might have to hold off. In saying that, if that market continues to move, um, then that might uh, that might force my hand to. Yeah, uh, I don't. It. I don't think it'll particularly move either way. Okay, so. I think it'll be pretty solid. Yeah, it All should right. be pretty solid. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll just keep a bit of a market watch on that one anyway. Twilight at Marvel Stadium on Saturday. The Saints are taking on the Lions. The Saints, $2.15. Brisbane Lions, $1.70. And I think there might even be some better prices out there as well for this one. Uh, making the uh, the Lions a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, logical for yourself and the listeners to know these prices are coming from the TAB. Um, so I've just grabbed those straight off the website for today. Uh, of course, we're sitting here talking with the 15 out of 15 year winner. He's a uh, 13 out of those 15 years was 10% return on investment. He is our re- residential professional punter. Um, myself, the mug, uh, giving you the uh, best mug advice I can. I don't, I don't know, how would I stack up with mug punters, uh, logical? I'd have to be uh, up up there with one of the better ones, surely. Yeah, yeah, going well, yep. 
Um, 60 plus units over the, uh, over the journey the last four years. Been getting the, tu- the, the, the tutelage from the great one here. Over, over the definitely last... not a complete mug. <laughs> definitely not a complete mug, he yeah. says. Uh, so go, I go all right myself too. Um, nef- definitely not in the same league as this man. Um, but Logical, talk to us about the Saints uh, versus Brisbane. What are you seeing here? It's a good news story. Hanabry's going to be back. Um, how many, games well has he, how many games has he played in the VFL in his... Three, yeah, I okay. think. So three. It's, it's been a well-planned preparation there. Yeah, yep. I think he had mid-20 possessions or 23 possessions last week. Carlisle could be back as well. And Webster. I don't think Carlisle's a great addition at... I mean, sorry, Hanabry's a great addition at this time. Like, he wasn't a gun at Sydney near the end of his Sydney career. And he's still probably finding his feet. You know, he helps with the depth, but I'm not like... That That doesn't say to me, oh, backs and Kilda because Hanabry's playing. Carlisle's obviously a very good defender, but has his, has his moments. Um, so I think this market is going to move towards St Kilda with those additions too when they come in. Um, good. Yes. And, and, and for me, I think Brisbane are going really well. Um, they're, not, they're not particularly fearful of playing at this venue. Um, I made them... Made a bigger favourite than what they currently are, and if it moves back the way it is, um, for me, I'm putting up a unit at the minus here. Well, this is uh, consensus betting for the first time in a few uh, rounds, I think, here, logical one, because um, I, I make it sort of about what it is at the moment, but um, I just cannot be on the Saints here, and I just think that Brisbane are the much better team. I'm not scared about Hanabry either. Um, the games he's played, I think he's been averaging around about 20 possessions and been kicking at 50%. So he's been butchering the ball uh, in the twos as well. So I'm not worried about him coming back either. And um, and Brisbane had a... That's back- just your scout down at the games has been giving you the, the, uh, the no, info No, I saw that on one of the footy shows uh, last <laughs> night. They were, <laughs> okay. talking, they were talking about that. Oh, okay. Your scout must have been somewhere else, wasn't <laughs> Yeah. I've got him out there. Don't worry. Um <laughs> But uh, c- could not be on the Saints, and uh, and I want to be on the on Brisbane as well. So I'm putting up one too on, on the um, on the Brisbane line. Yeah, but as you said before, I think just uh, no cool your jets here. No yeah, rush, for no sure. rush. The market's probably going to move towards St Kilda, I think, for, especially with the ins that they'll get for sure. And I'm probably um, I'm probably eyeing off the head to head there, probably more so than the line as yep. well. Um, just want to be on that one too. So there's one for the listeners, the boys. Um, consensus on the Brisbane lines. Saturday night, we're at the Adelaide Oval, and it's Power taking on the all-conquering Geelong Cats. The Geelong Cats are $1.42, and the Power $2.85. 13.5 points here, uh, favourite to the Cats. Um, I like the Cats here, logical. Um, rested up. I think they're full strength, aren't they? Um, I don't think they've got... You got. Oh, I think they've, they're just missing the G-Rat. Otherwise, they've pretty much got everyone. He could even be back this week. Oh, Rowan. No, um, Radagalia. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. The big fella. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, Menangola is the other one that they're probably missing. Menangola. Yeah. I think they can. They, they've got that yeah. covered. Um, but I think this market thirteen and a half. Um, I think we might see a little bit of movement towards the power. Uh, with some potential ins, is that well? It's it's moved it's moved quite away already. What did uh, we start at at the start of the week? Uh, I think I saw eighteen. Really? Yeah. Okay. So you'd um, have to say that that is the 
the Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. Yep, absolutely. Correct. Has um, he, he paid his bill, Andrew? No, he's, and, he's, and he's very reluctant to. We might have to wipe him soon. But, um, okay. Yeah. I know no, no, he's a great, great sponsor. <laughs> great friend of the program. <laughs> great friend of the program. We do have, uh, I think there's a mob down in Point Cook that have been knocking on the door, so <laughs> we might have to uh, switch our allegiance. But uh, for now, wonderful friend of the program. So Sport, Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Move of the Week. Logical, that's moved some way. Do you think that's going to keep moving? Uh, I was hoping it didn't move at all. I can't see it moving too much further. Yep. Uh, but there will be. They do get some good ins. They get wines and EBIT back. Yep. Um, I don't think Big Charlie's going to play, but he could play. Uh, he's been running around in the sample. He would be a huge in. Um, Geelong traditionally don't go well off the break. I, it's a very small sample size, so I don't take too much into account there. But over at Adelaide. Early on when I saw that eight and a half, I wanted to be on Port Adelaide here. Yep. I can't be with you on the Geelong. For me now, no bet. No I'll make it exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. No problem. So logical's out of that one. Um, but um, look, I, I can't put one up yet. I've written here, I want to be on the Cats. I want to see a little bit more market movement. Um, but if I can get a couple of more points out of that line, uh, I'll be in on the Cats on that one. I do not rate the power at all. I don't rate Ken Hinckley. I don't think the Adelaide Oval holds any fear for uh, for Geelong whatsoever, and uh, and I just think they'll be far too good for the power over there. So uh, if we can get a couple of more points out of that one, then uh, the mug will be putting one up on the Cats. Last game of the round, and it's Sunday afternoon. The Dogs taking on the Magpies. This one's at Marvel Stadium. Um, dogs, $3.50. Pies, $1.30. 22 and a half points. I think that was at 23 uh, a little bit earlier in the week. Um, I definitely cannot be on the pies at that line. $3.50. So at Marvel, do you see, play this game 10 times, do you think West? Do you think the Western Bulldogs win it more than three times? Yes. You do? Yeah. There, you, there you go. Yeah. It's, it, does, it does sound, it does sound big. At the start of the week, I was quite keen on the dogs. Um, on the ratings, it's about what I make them. Uh, but then I, I thought, oh, Marvel Stadium, they play quite well there. But then Liberatore knee is pretty, is quite quite pivotal in the engine room. And then, but then Collingwood, on the other hand, of Lewis Stevenson, Stephenson, and I don't know where that upsets the the you know the the morale of the team. Um, but saying all that, I've come out with no bet. Well, uh, I'll tell you, there was a bloke that was on the same flight as me the other night. That was one Jordan Degoey. I actually stood next to him in the toilet there one time while I was oh, really? nursing the young fella. Yeah. I think he'd had a big uh, big week on the cans with one of his mates there. Had he? Uh, he, he had. And uh, I, st- I stood uh, shoulder to shoulder with him. He's the same height as me. and uh, But I dare say he's a darn sight. Well, I thought he'd be bigger. A uh, um, darn sight thicker. But... Um, Look, I, I just... Uh, so, Logical, you were saying that you couldn't be on the dogs here based I, on that? Oh, or I think, having spoken about the heads at the start, so on the line, I don't think I could be on any any anyone. Yep. But I think I'll be probably looking for a, a price on the doggies if I can get something around $4 or something like that, head-to-head, then I'll, that'll be a bet for me. Which, yeah. Which I should be able to get, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, my immediate reaction to this game is that I want to be on the pies, Um I just think the dogs' form is just unfrankable. It's just uh, it's been very, very uh, up and down. Um, 
but uh, at that line, you know, I, I, I had it around about what it is. And um, yeah, no, Stephenson, Marvel Stadium, just do not want to be on the pies at 22.5 or 23.5 or whatever's been floating around far too much for me. But at the same time, I not a lot of not a lot of confidence in the dogs to cover either. So um, when you're struggling to reconcile a bet, in your own mind, um, the I guess the best thing that we well I, I try and do myself is not not to force a bet, just walk away from it. Know that there'll be better value the next week, and just uh, just make sure you show up for the next week. So no betting for the mug, and I don't think any or maybe market watch on the head to head for yeah, dogs. Yeah, I think the head to head four dollars and above for the yep. dogs. Okay. So that's the six games um, gone through and uh, and talked about. But uh, logical, I think you wanted to just um, inform the listeners of some from different things that you're seeing within the premiership betting market. Yeah, it's a good time of year to start looking at the flag. You know, the the, the buy buy rounds. Um, I I generally bet more on the flag the closer we get to finals, where you can sort of really get a feel for where teams are going to finish. Um, get a better look at their form than say pre-season and you um, don't have your money tied up for as don't long don't have your money tied up as, for cash as long cash flow is important so I'm looking at a few things are standing out to me at the moment um, Geelong are 11 and 1 um, the way they're playing I see it very hard to for them to finish top 2 whereas but not to finish top 2 not to finish top 2 yep. whereas GWS Collingwood these teams are still fighting for their positions even even um, Adelaide West Coast they're all finished they're all fighting for different positions on the ladder so I look at that premiership market and I'm just looking at Betfair here and I can see Geelong 335 and Collingwood 420 to me that, that discrepancy is probably uh, was 350 halfway through the week or earlier in the week sorry which is a bit of a shame it's not to me it was just not a big enough discrepancy between Geelong and Collingwood I think they're A a better side and B they're finishing you know guaranteed to finish top two the, the cats are so not cats. enough not enough discrepancy between the Collingwood, Geelong Collingwood. price and the, and the pies price yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you think the market's overrating the pies then I think so yeah yep. um, Geelong almost a lock to finish top two obviously things can happen but very very good chance to then a good chance to not only finish top two but get an interstate team which could be down at GM HBA um, which would then put them a good likely chance to go into a prelim um, so I think uh, when I did my prices earlier in the week, I was making Geelong a three fifteen shot for the flag. So the three fifty on Betfair was quite good. Yep, you're still tying up your money for quite a, for quite a bit. Um, but you know, I thought that wasn't wasn't too bad. Yep. Um, if you're looking for a flag bet, um, and I'm not big on favourites normally, but that was just one thing that stood out to me. Just the the, the eleven and one. Should they win this week, twelve and one? They're just they're absolutely flying. They could they'd be out of rest players coming into the finals and, 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 and be in great position. The other one that stands out to me, Adelaide have really kicked on and they're, they're in a good position. They're eight and five and they got a pretty good run home. Um, I think they're $16 on Betfair and I think I was making them about a 14 or a $13 shot. So once again, a small bit of value. Um, should they manage to, to scrape into top four, which they're probably, they're probably battling with West Coast and, and these and Freo and Freo and Brisbane, you'd think would probably drop away more. Um, sort of battling with those teams for a top four spot. So, you know, a uh, smidge of value there as well. And um, of those ones that are sort of down in those fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth positions, is can you see any value in any of those for the flag? It's, a good, it's an interesting point. Them, if they don't finish top four, it's not worth backing them for the flag until they sort of, even if you like them, sort of waiting for the, till they 
do they land in the finals? Yeah. I think back in 2016, when the Dogs made the finals and they finished 7th or 8th. Um, well, that whack-up was like 110 to 1, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. the accumulator still for them, for those finals, was 110. Their price at the start of the finals was 66 to 1. Yeah. It was like, I actually liked them for that, for that final series, but I just couldn't make them a bet on the outright. Yeah. And, they, and they, that accumulator proved to be the case. So those those teams down the bottom four and the eight, they're generally not going to be, I mean, sorry, bottom uh, yeah, bottom four spots in the eight, they're generally not going to be value in the outrights. So you just so what you're talking about there as an accumulator is you, you're basically just multiing them, or not multiing them, but you're just loading everything into the next game. And uh, it, but it's easier said than done. That's right. When, you, when, you, when you get to the, uh, well, if you're in that case of, um, what did the dogs go off in the grand final there? What was, it must have been outside of there, probably 250, were they? Yeah, something around that range. I so, think. Yeah. Um, so it's like 240. So if you're talking the, what, 110 price, so it's, what, it's about 40, 45. So you're, you're, you're whacking, uh, you know, potentially 45,000 or something like that into a, yeah. You, whatever you've made, you've, yeah, you've, that's you've, right. You've, 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 you've Keep rolling it, rolling it, and you lose your nerve. Yeah, you know, that's it's, right. It's you, a natural thing. Or you're trying to trying to whack forty grand into a bet. <laughs> yeah, <when> yeah. <laughs> you probably don't do it, do you? Yeah. But um, but I guess you know that's um, that's something for the listeners to definitely think about. I know uh, I know I was able to hedge some bets myself last year on some earlier bets that I'd taken in the season. I had um, West Coast ten dollars. I had um, Collingwood at eight dollars. Um, so just by doing those suggestions that you mentioned, I was able to hedge those bets and make a good profit on the uh, on the grand final. That's yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. That's uh, that's some good insight there for the for the listeners. And was there anything else on the uh, other markets that you wanted to discuss? There, not not not, uh, not at the moment, but we'll probably have something next week as well. Excellent. All right. Good, mate. Well, uh, good to catch up. Good to talk some footy and uh, some of the issues around the game. And uh, and hopefully uh, we've got some good bets there. We might just recap the bets there for the round. So for you, you are into... You've caught me on the hop here. Marga Market Watch West Coast minus. Uh, Brisbane minus. But hold on that one because I think it's going to, the market's going to move. And dogs head to head. Dogs head to head. Okay, and for me, um, I was exactly the same as you on the West Coast one. Let's just have a little bit of a watch on that one, see if it moves for us. Um, Fremantle Dockers, I mean, everything mathematically here is pointing to the Dockers, but um, let's just have a bit of a watch on that one and see if that market moves. If the market doesn't move, won't be taking it, but if it does, I will take it. Um, Brisbane, I like Brisbane, uh, so we'll, we'll be into that one um, at most likely at the head-to-head price, and hopefully we get a bit of extra value. I like the Cats. I'm looking for a couple of points movement on the Cats, so market watch on that one. And um, yeah, and that was it for myself. So we'll update that on Twitter as well for the listeners uh, if we if we're jumping in. Um, but again, thanks for uh, all your feedback and support. If you enjoy the program, um, please uh, retweet it out, send it to your buddies, uh, let them know what we're doing here. Um, But uh, until next time, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.